Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I would like to talk about, can you spread grit? If you're gritty, is it contagious? Can you give it to someone else? Melody, kick us off. So for me, I mean, that's something that I definitely struggle with doing is how do you, how do you spread the grit without like rubbing people the wrong way? Because a without lot of times- Aggressive and abrasive, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, you're trying to force someone to be more aggressive. So it's changing. It's almost, I would almost say that grit is almost a personality, right? And so you're trying to drive them to have a more gritty personality. And so it's changing their, um, their personality with grit. And so I do think that you can encourage grit in people by giving them tools to like be more gritty, like giving them confidence, encouraging them that, you know, it's okay. Like if you fail, like we'll figure it out. You know, if you're building something with somebody and they're like, oh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm not going to do anything. And you say, like, I don't know what I'm doing either. Like, I'm just kind of like figuring it out as we go. So try to me, yeah. like, that's how I would like try to in encourage or spread grit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's a really tough one. And, and the key is, is to enable other people to have grit without necessarily traumatizing them or... <laughs> you know, being like the difficult boss or the, you know, the, the, the hard parent. And, and I think part of it has to do with figuring out what people really, really want mm -hmm. and then encourage them to go for it without necessarily giving it to them. Mm. Right. So they've got to do it on their own power mm. and, and, and that gives them the confidence that they need. That's a really interesting idea, actually. Um, it reminds me of prior to my current work in health and well-being I was a school teacher teaching science for like a decade um, and something we would come across a lot is learned helplessness yes. um, young people who had been reliant on other people's determination skills and grit as we're discussing it today um, and you could often find that they were able to lean on strong members of staff or strong uh, supporting staff um, but what you actually need is that idea you meant, well, both of you mentioned, actually, that idea of empowering people and giving them the skills, um, because the person who's perceived as having lots of grit actually has good stress management strategies. They've got good problem solving techniques and abilities. And what you actually need to do is somehow transmit those to those people. So when you see them floundering, jump in and go, oh, when I'm in this situation, this is what I do about it. Rather than, as you said, James, traumatizing them, being like, come on, pull your finger out. Let's get this done. Um, yeah. I mean, I do know like people hire me to use my grit. They hire me to help them get through the chaos to, you know, complete things. But, and so they come to me wanting grit and they're looking for that basic, let's dive in, let's make it happen. But if, if someone isn't in that position, maybe you work with them or they didn't come to you and say, hey, I need to lean on you, I need some grit. How gritty can we expect other people to be? What's like the gritty measuring stick? I think the problem is, is like there isn't one and that each person has like the amount that they can handle. And if you, I think that Jim covered it with, I like his word traumatized because it really makes me think of like situations where you push somebody too far and then 
like, I like the word helplessness too, because they get to the point where they're, um, they kind of act helpless. They just kind of give up. Like if you push their grit too far. And so there's not like one measuring stick. The measuring stick could be like, this is as far. And once you hit that, that's where you see the like learned helplessness where they just kind of throw up their hands. They're like, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. Like building on that. It's also important, like, as you said, there isn't one, um, that each of us will be able to demonstrate a differing amount of resilience on different days or different times. Um, I remember, like, boxing and playing rugby back in the day um, when I was much younger. There were days when I could just keep getting up and going over, over and over again, no matter how hard I was getting hit or knocked down. And there were other days where I would get hit once, all the wind would come out of my lungs, and I'd think... I wish I was somewhere else right now. Like it's, it's different for every person and it's different on every individual day. And um, I think we just have to be receptive to other people's circumstances and then give them what we're able to at the right time. And then hopefully when we need it, they're able to give something back. Yeah. Is grit a self-belief? Is it something that everybody has at some level and it's simply the belief that you can? Uh, I'm imagining that um, sort of whites out, spinny wheel, blue screen of death in your brain. You know, when you become so stressed that your front brain just shuts down and all you have is emotion outputs. All you have is fire and brimstone, run away, attack this, kick that person in the crotch, whatever the message is. Um, <laughs> when when we reach that point, I don't, you can keep trying to push yourself forward. You can keep saying, right, I'm good. This spreadsheet is getting done regardless of how angry I am. But your front brain just will not be able to connect dots. It won't be able to pull up memories because your executive function is shot. You actually need a break biochemically to get back into a place of being able to harness your ability. But that point, so for me, gritty, being gritty is how far down the railroad track that point is. Where is that? I cannot anymore go away, you know, white screen, death, death, whatever. Uh, How far down the track that is says, you know, what, that's grit to me, not what you do once you hit death. Sometimes you don't even know. I mean, sometimes you don't even know what your limits are and, and you need to find out what those limits are, preferably in a more controlled environment where you can back off. Mm -hmm. and get a better awareness of what you can handle under which circumstances and how far you can go with it. Well, I think that that's what causes burnout, right? Like when you hear people, they get burned out from work. I mean, I've been there. I think most people have been there at some point. And it's when you push yourself beyond that, that limit of grit. So I think grit can actually be negative in that way that you push yourself and don't like say, hey, I need help earlier you push yourself beyond your like so we have a reserve yeah i mean you only you, you can only give so much right mm-hmm. right you can only take so much right like you like if if you're in an, a caustic environment like you can outlive it but like at a certain point it like starts to break you down so that's an interesting point so what we're saying is that there's a possibility that too much grit is bad because it causes burnout that, that having a lot, a lot of grit puts you in a position where you don't ask for help, you don't say stop, you don't have the realization that you've hit the end of the track early enough. It may even be causing a problem in, at, at an organizational level, because if your organizational people you work with or your team or whoever are constant, constantly relying on you to go above and beyond, what happens when you're ill? What happens when you do 
uh, get burnt out, what happens when you're not there? Um, suddenly there's all this slack that needs to be taken up and actually exactly what you guys are saying, like if you're having to draw into those reserves, if you're having to go above and beyond all the time, surely that's a problem structurally um, and that the workflow or the way you communicate as a team actually needs to be looked at in order to prevent that from happening. Mm, yeah, so one really gritty member of the team carrying too much is a problem for the team. Other people need to build their grit and be better, or the organization needs to not ask so much, which we all know organizations ask way too much all the time. So You just have to build a limit for yourself, like where's your line, especially with organizations, because I think that's really like when you start overachieving on a regular basis, that becomes your norm. So like you said, James, like you, you get to a point where like everyone expects this from you. And then like one day, like you start to be like, I can't hold it all. So you start dropping stuff and then people look at you like, why is she not doing this stuff? And it actually makes you look, uh, it puts you in a negative in light because you no longer are an overachiever. This is your achievement level and that's not overachievement. That's your norm. And so that stuff that keeps falling. So it's better almost, and you start to see, I see older people do it, especially they start to like learn the battle and they achieve to like this much all the time and they can push like beyond it, but they hold the line and they say, I work from nine to five at, Holding that nine to five on a regular basis is super important. And then, you know, going outside of it occasionally is fine. But yeah, if you, you work 12 hour days all the time, everyone's going to expect that. And that's, that's the downside to grit is it allows you to push yourself over the top. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut it off there. Thank you for having this conversation with me about grit. I have greatly appreciated it and we will do it again real soon. Have a great rest of your day.